Namaskar and welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga Dharmakast and I'm your host Dada Veda Pragyananda and today we have a, a little bit of a departure from our normal format. We're going to have a program called Yoga, what, What's It Really About? And it's based on a, a video which I did um, just a few days ago and you're going to get the ext extract of the audio from that video uh, which is published on YouTube. So then we'll, we'll begin. But before I begin, if you like this podcast and I want to see more people uh, get it and you also want to um, get it regularly, then give it a thumbs up and subscribe wherever you are. So without further ado, here is the program. Hello, everybody. Today I'm going to talk about what is yoga actually and why it could be very important for us in, in reaching the, achieving the goal of our life. So that's what I want to talk about. Now, there are many conceptions about yoga, and the most common one is that, yeah, yoga, I saw somebody carrying a yoga mat um, down the street and going to the yoga studio, and they're going to do some exercises. And so many people think um, that yoga really means, um, in its in its most important sense is that it involves some physical exercises. Now, although this has some place in yoga, it's really not. It's, it's not really what yoga is about. And so there are a lot of misconceptions about it. And to, to uh, let you know about it, one time, some years back, I was looking at a kind of a satirical or, or it was a cartoon about people doing meditation and what they're, what they're doing. So there's a whole like a circle of new age yogis and they have their eyes closed. And then there are thought bubbles above each person. So one person is thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm very good at this. I must be a saint or something. And then another person is saying, not a thought in my mind, not a thought in my mind. So these are kind of comical things which go on in people's minds when they're we're doing meditation. But there is some importance in, in that last statement which that person um, said, not a thought in my mind. So actually, in, in yoga circles, even in you know, um, classical yoga circles, there was some one school of thought that said yoga really meant the cessation of thought when there is no more disturbance of the mind by these thoughts, um, when, when the mind is actually suspended, is, is, the mind is in a place of suspension, so there are no thoughts. It's like that, that guy in the cartoon was trying to achieve no thoughts. But um, if anybody's ever tried to do that, it's really impossible, because the mind always wants to find an object. So that's really not... Um, a profitable way of meditation, but we won't talk about that right now. But what we will talk about is what really is yoga? So it's not making the mind thoughtless, which is difficult and even impossible, but it's not that. And it's not making it senseless, like, like you have many different impressions, you know, like you, you can smell something, you can taste something, you can feel something. Um, many kind of impressions are there. And, and it's not just to suspend those. Of course, if someone will punch me, I, I go unconscious, my mind is suspended, but I haven't achieved the goal of my life. To be in a complete state of senselessness is not the goal of life. 
So another and a better definition of yoga, what it really is, yoga means unification. So what are we unifying? What what is becoming unified? So in its greatest sense, it means to unify the individual self with the cosmic self. So when if I would say that, it sounds something you know very vast. So you don't have to you don't have to be a philosopher. You don't have to be a cosmologist or any kind of specialist to understand what that is about. And I'll try to explain it really simply. And I'm here. I'm. I didn't make this up. I'm, it's really. Uh, I'm following the the path laid out by my guru Sri Sri Anandamurti, who explained it um, like this. He said that basically, if you look at um, perception, whenever there's some object, let's say I'm looking at the computer right now at the camera. So, whenever there's some perception, I'm seeing something. And that's something which I'm seeing, whether it be the computer, or whether it be the window, or the door, or, the, or anything, is the object. And I am the subject. But what is the I? So, in the first instance, the I is the eyes. <laughs> the eyes are, are seeing the, the wall, or, or whatever is in front of us. The eyes are the, the thing. But really, the eyes are, are not really... The, um, the subject, because there is a place in the brain where, that, where the optical nerve um, information goes to. And that place is really the, the receiver, and that's really the subject. And the object is, is the eyes, which are seeing the object, seeing the thing in the world. But even deeper than that, there is something within ourself where we say, I'm going to look at that wall, I'm going to look at that window, I'm going to I'm going to eat this thing, I'm going to do this thing. We have a doer eye. That's that's everybody has that and we know that what is that? That's the ego. I will do this. And that person insulted me and that person praised me. So there's so many sensations coming and the ego is is there and it's observing. And there's so many objects. The ego is the subject, and there's so many objects, and um, and that's the way life is. You know, the, um, all these things come within the scope of of our perception, and we see so many different things. So it's subject and object, subject and object. But what really is the real subject? Because we say, yes, I'm going to eat. I'm going to talk. I'm going to give a lecture now, I'm going to go to sleep. But there also has to be some sense of existence within us if we're going to be able to make these statements. So that sense of existence, so that we say, I exist, and then we say, that's in our mind. We say, I know I exist. I know I exist. So the I of I know I exist is the, is is the self. It is it is is our our being. And this being is really an observer, and not really a participant. Is is watching the drama. So, for instance, um, 
if, if something is happening to you uh, and you're feeling, oh, wow, this is going on. But sometimes you can step back from that and say, yeah, I'm afraid now or I'm, or I'm happy now. We, sometimes we can step back out of our uh, immediate perception. And when we step back, we're in a different place. And that is the pure existence. And that's the place really where we want to go. That's not the final destination, but it's a very important destination. We're so closely connected with the ego that when, when someone praises us, uh, we're elated. And when someone um, you know, heaps scorn on us, we're dejected. We go up and down. We go this way. We're like the punching bag. We go up and down, up and down, so many places. And that's why many times people um, have this sensation, yeah, um, there was once a, a show on Broadway, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, you know, something like that. And we had that sensation that we want to just stop and get off. So actually, in, in meditation, really we want to stop the world in the sense that we want to withdraw from that um, identification with the ego. And we want to, we want to find that, that pure consciousness within us, that, that place of, of peace, a place which is unperturbed. So that is, is one of the goals of life, is to do that. Everybody wants peace. Um, even if you think, you know, like you say, I have to have a million dollars or this, but why do you want that? So then, yeah, if I have a million dollars, then then the boss can't um, yell at me anymore. I, I could go on vacation um, for, for a long time and, and nobody's going to bother. I'll have peace then. So we do these things, we want peace, but we don't get peace. And that's also one of the, um, the paradoxes of life is that people don't get it. So the real destination of, of humans, what we, we want, we want peace, and we want some kind of happiness that will never end. And what the yogis have said is that if you want that, then you have to you have to unify with that with with that um, inner self, that that real self, the real you. And then there's something even more than that is that the there is a, a great self, which is a combination of all the you know collections, is the collection of all the consciousness and the universe. And to unify with that is the goal of life. And yoga is the, whatever you do that will help you to achieve that, that peace and that happiness that won't end, the peace which is perfect, that, that is yoga. And that's what we should be doing. So that's really what yoga is about. And in the method of doing it, we, I won't do it today, but in, in the next um, um, video, the next uh, broadcast, then I will explain um, the method of doing it. And it's not as difficult as, um, as you might think, although it takes persistence. So thanks for listening. I don't, I don't want to make these things long. I know that this is the age of TikTok. People go in 30 seconds. I, can't, I couldn't do it in 30 seconds. But, the, but anyway, yoga is to unify with that, that pure peace and to reach that pure state of, of bliss and and there's a way to do it, and we can do it, and you can do it. So we will explore that.